Hello and welcome to day 35 of our Together We Go podcast. Let's pray together before we begin. Father, we are so grateful for these times that we've been able to have together. I'm just very aware that we have another five days to go and God, we are just filled with awe of how incredible you are. Lord, you have made available to us your word and within it are contained at the manifold wisdom of God that we get to hear your voice, we get to know your heart, we get to know the creator of the heavens and the earth. And Father, help us not to take it for granted today that we have the privilege of hearing your voice, we have the privilege of having the mind of Christ, we have the privilege of being able to enter into your presence. I pray, Lord, that today we will take full advantage of what is available to us to live with, live in fellowship with you, live in connection with you, help us to truly become one with you as you have made us to be and with one another through your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, um, yeah, as I as I was praying, I was suddenly reminded, my goodness, we've we've come on a long journey together. Thank you for those who have persevered. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to say that that I recognize that some days um, you'll get a revelation from from the word or what I'm sharing and it'll stick with you and it'll really excite you for the day. Other days you go, oh, that was, you know, that was OK. And, you know, just yeah but i'm just reminded that word of god is is it's like well it's like anything that we eat isn't it because it says it's 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 a reminder that actually we don't always immediately see the impact of what we eat but if we eat healthily each day then over time we begin to see the impact it has on our body and it's the same with the word of god and i just want to thank you for bearing with and persevering because some days i read and i'm sharing and after i've recorded the podcast i think oh i there was not i don't think there was anything special there i just literally read the word and repeated some of the verses and um but i i'm i am I am full of faith and full of hope that despite or regardless of what my words may be, that as we are reading the word of God together, for me, that is the most important part. It's not what I'm adding to it. It's uh, what we are reading from the word of God itself. And even though sometimes we may not get amazing revelations, God is still able to use those words that are being embedded into our hearts and it says the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance uh, what God has spoken which means that as we read the word we may not know it but one day when needed those words will come back to life and as we're praying God will remind us and point us back to those scriptures and those revelations so anyway just I just had a moment of uh, gratitude really thank you for journeying with me and being on this podcast uh, series together really appreciate it thank you for all your feedback and encouragements as well so let's get straight into it colossians 2 we're reading verses 6 to 15 and it says therefore as you received christ jesus the lord so walk in him rooted and built up in him and established in the faith just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving 
See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were, you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you know who were dead, who and you know who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh. God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by cancelling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him amen what wonderful incredibly powerful uh, words i am so blown away i don't know about you but it's such a blessing um yeah so let's let's uh let's have a look let's go a little bit deeper and see what it means what god's speaking to us through it this first verse these first two verses six and seven therefore as you receive christ jesus the lord now listen, we have all received Christ Jesus the Lord. But let me just focus on this. Received Christ Jesus the Lord. See, many received Jesus. Many in uh, in Israel, many who came across him during the time that Jesus was here on this earth. Many received him into their homes, uh, into their hearts, and as he was preaching, healing, and all of those things. But remember, throughout the Gospels, we hear and see that uh, many a times the crowd left him and so my question to you is this have you received jesus the the teacher the wise one and you know many christians go oh well if we just live as jesus taught the beatitudes what an incredibly moral kind and loving way to live yeah they they are but living a certain way does not mean that we have a relationship with jesus just because we do the actions according to his teaching it doesn't mean that we have a relationship with Jesus. You could pick up a book by, um, I don't know, by a fitness expert. Take Joe Wicks, amazing guy. You could pick up uh, Joe Wicks's book or watch his YouTube video exercise and do everything that he's asking you to. It doesn't mean that you have a relationship with him. But here is saying, if you have received not just Jesus, but Jesus Christ, meaning the Messiah, the chosen one, um, as the Lord. See, many people who lived amongst Jesus in those in those days did not receive Jesus as Christ, nor did they receive Jesus as their Lord. They received Jesus as the rabbi, as, as the teacher, the healer, and all of those things, but not as the chosen one, as the Messiah, as the Son of God, and as the Lord over their lives. So if we have indeed received Jesus Christ as our Lord, Paul is reminding us, so then walk in him. As simple as that. Why would you not walk in him? Why would you not receive, why would you receive a gift and not unwrap it and begin 
to see the benefit of it. And it's saying, well, walk in him. Not just, well, he's my Lord and I get on with it, but walk in him. How? By being rooted and built up in him. Rooted in him, meaning rooted in the word of God, rooted in the good news that Jesus himself becomes our foundation and cornerstone. That he is the foundation and the cornerstone of who our very being, our identity, our purpose, our our entirety of our being is rooted in and on Jesus Christ and established in the faith just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving see we can't get away from thanksgiving and paul my goodness paul knew how to give thanks in all circumstances and so he really has um of all i mean i definitely don't but i'm guessing for most of us listening we haven't experienced to the extent that paul has the suffering and tribulations and trials and yet he's saying be abounding in thanksgiving today friends let's be full of thanksgiving don't get me wrong i'm sure there are many 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 things that aren't going well in your life there may be lots of things that are really hard but let's find things to give thanks for that's not to ignore um, what is hard because god wants to hear that as well god wants you to bring your sorrows and pain and challenges but in the midst of that you know what we can do we can give thanks that we can even come to him with our groanings we can even come to him with the things that are hard and things that are challenging and say god i want to talk to you about this because this is really tough and say i'm so grateful that i have a father in heaven that i can talk to i'm so grateful that jesus you made a way for me to speak to the father isn't that incredible well literally on two verses and then it goes on to say see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to christ it's basically saying that there are wisdom not found in jesus and that isn't wisdom see we can we can often draw on wisdom of experiences of people and and lots of great philosophers lots of great thinkers and and yeah there's lots of successful people in this world but if we are taking on wisdom from people who don't know jesus then we are only going to be led to where they're led to and without jesus they are lost they could be successful in the eyes of the world but for us as christians success looks very different to the world anyway right or at least it should and so here paul is saying please don't get wrapped up in in the ways of this world stop looking to the world and what is wise in the eyes of this world what is correct in the eyes of this world don't get wrapped up in false philosophy and and debating and discussions but make sure that uh, we are looking to jesus and the word of god to draw out our wisdoms, to draw conclusions on what is right and wrong and and how to approach certain things. Why? Why Jesus? Because in Jesus, the whole fullness of deity, the the the, the godness, the the um yeah, not the humanity, but the the deity, the godness dwells bodily and you have been filled in him who is the head of all rule and authority. If we've been filled with jesus who in whom the deity god was pleased to dwell why would we go anywhere else 
you know, I, I think it's in, um, I can't remember whether it's in Job's or, or somewhere else in the Old Testament, but there's a, there's a bit that I find really funny, but also challenging, which is, were you there when I created the stars? Where, where were you? Where were you when I when I created the heavens and the earth? Where were you when I parted this? And and it's almost like God saying, "Hey, where my infinite wisdom cannot be comprehended by you, and yet you still look to human wisdom. Look to me. Look to me, because in Jesus the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and this is whom God has given to us." I'm gonna um skip over to and it talks about circumcision it talks about baptism and and the comparison between the old testament where uh, where the old jews the way for them to be identified as the chosen as the people of god was to be circumcised um but now we don't have to go through the physical circumcision and it's not the same it's not a replacement replacement of that however jesus says as a sign of being my disciples be baptized in the water and in the spirit and so there is a mirroring of that now it's not it doesn't have the same um religiosity it doesn't have the same tradition attached uh, as as circumcision however it is something that jesus commands his followers to do as well and it's almost like a mirroring of that um and circumcision was about an action that we carried out baptism isn't an action we carry out it is an obedience to what god has called us to and actually it is mirroring an action of jesus which is the death and resurrection um circumcision was a mirroring an act of god it was just a, a, an obedience of god said that this is a way that we show the world and to god that we are committed to you we we are your people it's a sign but when we go to be baptized, what we're doing is we're mirroring our Lord Jesus Christ who died and rose again. And so we are dying with him and we have, we recognize that we've died with him and we have therefore risen with him. And I want to just focus on, on the last few verses. And it says you, you and me, just listen to this, you and me, we were dead in our sins and the uncircumcision of our flesh meaning that that uh, the the foreignness to god we weren't living in the ways of god we weren't living in a way that was according to those who are we weren't chosen in that moment we didn't live according to being chosen by god we were living far away from god in our hearts we were uh, so yeah the uncircumcision obviously i mentioned earlier circumcision was a sign that they were the people of God in our hearts we were hostile to God as we saw in the last few verses and chapters a few days ago and so those of us who were hostile to God in our hearts God made alive together with him not us but God made us alive not just alive but together with him having forgiven us of all of our sins by how by cancelling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands because our sin had a very real cost attached that we should have borne but instead jesus did this this debt this legal demand this very real justice god who 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 requires that there is a payment of payment for sin he set that aside not just to ignore because that wouldn't be justice 
and God is just and he's righteous and he's holy, but he set it aside from us and instead nailed it to the cross of Jesus Christ. And in doing so, Jesus disarmed. So when we feel attacked by the enemy, we can say, but with condemnation, we can say, hey, you can say all you like, but Jesus took all of your weapons away. He has silenced your condemnation. The enemy tries to roar like a lion. However, there are no teeth. There are no fangs. There are no point. There is no weapon that he can use. Why? Because Jesus literally disarmed, meaning took away the weapons that they, that that the the rulers and authorities use to attack us, and put them to open shame. Not only did they did Jesus disarm them but then put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. And so we get to say, whenever the enemy comes with accusations and condemnation, say, hey, you actually don't have the ability to harm me because you have no weapons. It's all been taken away by Jesus. And you can't bring shame into my life because you have been shamed, because you have been publicly shamed and therefore, nothing that you say and do has any value to me. See, that's how we get to stand against the condemnation, which is through Christ. You've been disarmed and I've been made, you, made new. Just incredible. Have a read of this section of the scripture again. Colossians 2 uh, verses 6 to, 17, to 15. Just the most powerful uh, section of scripture that reminds us that we are alive in Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful day and I look forward to joining you again tomorrow. God bless.